Hello and welcome to another episode of An Even Better Second Half. I am Brian Kopik, your host for this podcast. And today's podcast is about freedom, which is an interesting topic uh, in this time of COVID-19 that we are in the midst of uh, here in Wisconsin, where I am. Uh, actually, especially where I am here in the Green Bay area, uh, we're having a particular tough time with uh, COVID-19. Uh, actually, uh, the Green Bay area, Brown County, is, has the second highest cases of uh, COVID-19 in the entire state, and we are not the most populous area uh, by a long shot. Uh, Madison, far, far more populous, but uh, they have far fewer cases of it. Most of our cases here stem around uh, a couple of meat packing plants and some things going on with the with those things. But that's uh, a different story <laughs> for a different time, I guess. Uh, anyway, you know the. But during this time of COVID nineteen, one of the things that's going on is. Uh, you know, essentially, we're all under house arrest. Yeah, we call it safer at home or a stay at home order or whatever it is, however you want to word it. Um, but really, you know, put through a different lens of perspective, you could call this house arrest. Honestly. Um you know, I have even seen some people in their perspective go so far as, you know, um, uh, you know, people calling out, you know, calling things like, yeah, this is the way it was in Nazi Germany, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, uh, an extreme few of us were actually there to uh, actually be able to say what was going on. So <laughs> in that part of things, I kind of, kind of go, mm, yeah, well, you're maybe taking things a little too far with that, but, uh, but it is really infringing on, uh, on, on a lot of our first amendment rights, honestly. Um, you know, the right to worship the way that we want to worship, you know, churches have been shut down. People aren't, you know, you're not allowed to have gatherings of more than 10 We, you know, freedom to assemble. Uh, is is a fir- part of the First Amendment as well, and we can't do that. And so um, those are, you know, some of our freedoms that we are willfully giving up to fight this pandemic. But, you know, and there's a lot of people wondering, hmm, do we really need to? Um, I don't know, you know. That's that's for for people with much higher uh, degrees than mine to uh, debate. I think. Um, however, doesn't it seem like the people with a lot less in the way of degrees are the ones who are doing most of the debating with that? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, you know the but the type of freedom that I actually wanted to talk about today is the freedom that you can gain by dealing with the the story narratives that go on in your own brain 
essentially freedom from yourself. Uh, freedom from the ego is, is perhaps another way to look at it. Uh, you know, you may, maybe you're more familiar with the, with the idea of the ego, um, from psychology class, Freud, Jung, you know, those guys. Um, and, and a lot of this has to do with a lot of that, but, um, you know, it's got some a different terminology, I guess, that I use for it. And I started this journey quite a while ago. <laughs> I want to say, uh, you know, about a year or so ago, uh, when I, uh, when, when I first learned the four pillar system, and started coaching the four pillar system, started really, or learning it to coach it, um, with, uh, Brian Grasso and Carrie Campbell. And, and actually though, when I look back on things, I started learning this sort of stuff, I guess, or, or bits and pieces of this many, many years ago. Um, I guess, you know, part of it started with uh, I, for the longest time in my life, uh, I would bring up bad memories. I would be having a perfectly good day. Things would be fine, right? And for some reason, my brain would bring up something embarrassing or something where I was in a... Uh, altercation, verbal, or maybe even physical sometimes. Um, and, and my brain would rehash it. I would, my brain would bring it up and rehash it over and over. And I would get back into that same fight or flight. Um, just uh, like a, a lather. I mean, I was ready to go punch somebody by the time I was, uh, done thinking about this and it would keep going over and over in my mind. And I, I had done that all throughout my life. And then finally, one day I realized what I was doing. I was, I was actually in Colorado, uh, driving from Denver back to Colorado Springs. And I had an incident going on in my brain and I thought to myself, what am I doing? What, why am I rehashing this? This has, you know, I asked myself some questions. I asked, you know, why, why am I thinking about this? Does this have anything to do with what I am doing today? And the answer was obviously no. And then I asked myself for this question, can I go backwards in time and change anything about it? And the answer, of course, is no. Haven't yet figured out time travel. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, and then I came to the conclusion, why the heck am I even thinking about this? And then I went on to think about something else and it, you know, it became, you know, and that's where it really... 
you know, things started to click for me a little bit that I could change that, that I could stop that. Uh, it still didn't, I mean, it didn't completely solve all problems or anything like that. But then I started learning this, the, the four pillar system and learning how to really pay attention to the story narratives that I tell myself on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, on a minute by minute basis, we have a running narrative going on in our heads. Uh, you know, I mentioned it in the last episode about meditation, that you can't tell the brain not to think. The brain thinks. <laughs> That's what it does. That's its job. It doesn't shut off. It's like your heart. It's like your lungs. It's like, you know, any other of the automatic systems in our body, um, you know, there's, there, there's the auto part of it. And then there's, there's a little bit of, we, we do have some, uh, control over things as well. And, you know, the, the brain is, is certainly one of them that it's, it's going to think <laughs> it's going to keep on thinking. Um, and you know, it, and it feeds us things, um, to keep us in our comfort zone. It feeds us these story narratives. We have the, and, and a lot of these are, you know, are, are some of the things that get implanted in us in a young age through nobody, honestly, through, through no fault of anybody's. Um, you know, you can try it. There's, there's plenty of folks, <laughs> you know, that want to put blame on uh, parents for you know, saying phrases or whatever to, to kids or saying, a, you know, a, telling you something as a child and how that affected you for the rest of your life. And now you can never accomplish anything because, you know, your parents told you, you know, that you, you wouldn't amount to anything when you were a little kid. Right. Um, and not to say that that isn't, it's, it's, it's not real. It's, it certainly is real. And it is something that, um, that is going to be a story narrative that will hold you back, but it's just that it's a story. It is something that is made up and, and, and it's, and it's fiction Anything like that that you tell yourself is over and over again like that. It's is it really rooted in anything true? Maybe it was at one time. It's possible. Is that true for you today? Truths change, and I believe, like. Um, you know, uh, in the book, um, you are a badass. Jen Sincero, she talks, uh, Sincero, she talks about truth and, you know, our truth is really what is what we perceive inside of us. If we believe our truth is to, 
you know, be a, um, be, you know, 180 pounds and fit and healthy at age 65 and be able to keep up with 25 year olds in a, uh, you know, Spartan race or something like that, then that is your truth. If that's what you truly believe and anything that tells anything in your mind that tells you differently is just a story that you're making up. Now, this all comes, and a lot of these stories come from what we call in the, in the four, with the, with the eliminate your limit system, with the four pillar system. Um, it's what we call bound nature. Have you ever noticed that you feel bound up, that you feel stuck, right? With these story narratives that, you know, if you feel like you are stuck, that is a story narrative holding you back. I have felt this way for a long, long time in my life that I felt like I was stuck, like I was stuck in a certain level, financial level, like I was stuck in a certain um, business, like I was stuck in a certain body, you know, that I couldn't, you know, that I wasn't able to, that this is, this is just the way I am now. And that's, you know, there's, there's not much changing it. Um, all of that is bull crap. <laughs> that is bound nature trying to keep you bound up and keep you stuck where you are. And when you realize that, when you understand, when you start to find out and see, when you, when you sit quietly and you listen and you hear the stories that you are telling yourself, the I'm a fat, fat, fatty, and that's all I'm going to be is fat. Well, then, you know, if, if that's the story that you're telling yourself, what do you think you're going to reach for when you're going for a snack in the evening? Are you going to reach for the baby carrots or are you going to reach for the Doritos? Right? You're going to reach for the Doritos if you're telling yourself of, that I'm just a fat, fat, fat so, and this is the way I'm going to be, so... You know, let's eat Doritos instead. You know? <laughs> um, but if you understand that that story of I'm a fat, fat, fatty, right? Is just that. It's just a story. And you can change that story, right? That that is just your bound nature trying to hold you down, hold you where you are. And once you understand that and you recognize it for the story that it is, it becomes so easy to just go, no, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I am a fit, healthy person and I'm going to do things that are going to keep me a fit, healthy person. And that means, yeah, no Doritos tonight. <laughs> I'm not going to, or at least I'm not going to eat the whole bag. Maybe I'll have a couple, right? Um, 
you know, for starters, let's say. But understanding those stories and understanding that bound nature and, and being able to just push it aside because you see it for the story that it is, the work of fiction, the nothing that it really is, then the freedom that comes with that is absolutely amazing. The feeling of freedom, the feeling of the, you know, have you ever had it where you felt the weight of the world being lifted off your shoulders? Something changed, whether that was, you know, I felt it a couple of times in actually, in actually getting fired. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a weird time, right? But seriously, I was, I was in such a miserable spot uh, in those jobs that I got fired from that it was that it ended up being such a blessing, honestly. And let me just remind people too, if you are a boss, if you are a manager of people, this is this is a complete aside here. <laughs> well, not completely, I guess. A, a little bit of a tangent though. Um, but if you are a manager and you are a boss and you see that someone is not a fit anymore, and they may have been a, a fit for, for years and years and years at your company, and then they are not a fit, and you work with them, and you try and, and see what's going on to, you know, and you make an effort to, um, to, to work it out, right? You know, if whatever's changed, and all of a sudden they're not, or if it's a, even if it's a new hire, and you, you know, and you thought it was something that was going to work out and you're training them and you're seeing, you know, this is not, this is not good. Um, do that person a favor and cut them loose. <laughs> as much as it may cost you as a company, because you have to rehire and retrain and all that sort of stuff. Um, the 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 costs on the back end of having somebody who doesn't really want to be there there uh, are are far greater you know um, so you're you're actually doing them a favor <laughs> by by cutting them loose honestly I've been there twice I didn't feel like it was at the time well one of them I did um, but. You know, it's uh, it actually it, it actually gives you that that shove that you need sometimes to get out out the door and to to get after the next thing. You know, um, you're just delaying them by holding on to somebody who you think really shouldn't be there. You're just delaying them being able to move on, uh, and you being able to move on as well. So, you know. Um, but that's okay. So there's, there's that aside. Uh, but I'll tell you what, you know, the, the freedom, the, the, um, you know, like I said, the, the times, a couple of times where I've been fired, um, the, the weight of the world that was lifted uh, off of my shoulders when that happened, especially when I was out in Colorado Springs, um, was just amazing. You know, it was done. Yeah, they, we talked about it, blah, blah, blah. It was fun. It, you know, it, it was fun. Uh, <laughs> it was done. Um, and and I was, you know, packing up my things. And I'm like, I feel so much better now. 
I I am free, you know? And I felt that way when I quit another job too, um, as well, just uh, uh, less than a year ago, um, quitting the big box gym that I was working at. I got done with that and I was like, I am free. I am free. And it felt so good. Um, and, uh, you know, our bound... And so maybe you've been through that type of a thing before. Maybe it's even been a relationship breakup and, and you're like, ah, okay, that's done. All right, <laughs> you know, let's move on. Um, you know, it's, it's very similar in finding the, that bound nature story and realizing for the story that it is. And now that doesn't mean that you're not going to get caught up in that bound nature story again. Um, it will still happen. It still happens to me. Some of the early ones that I have found, um, still come back around and I'm like, wait, (laughs) but now I recognize them. Yeah. But sometimes they still get me for a while before I recognize them and go, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? This is, this is this story. Why am I doing this? (laughs) Right. Um, but It's, uh, you know, when, and then when you do that, when you're able to just push that aside and get back into what I'll call the flow, right. And get back into that free nature, the the freedom that comes with it is absolutely amazing. And that's, uh, so work on those stories, find those stories, write it down. That's the best way that I've found is writing it down, sitting in a journal, getting quiet, listening for it and then writing it down. Um, it makes things come alive when you write things down. And that may be the next top, the next podcast topic is writing things down. <laughs> so sounds like a good idea and it sounds like a good spot to end. And if you have more questions on that sort of stuff, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, you can find me, Brian Kopic, B-R-I-A-N-C-O-P-P-O-C-K. Uh, and on Facebook, friend me, and uh, send me a messenger and we'll, we'll chit chat about it. So um, in the meantime, thank you for listening to an even better second half. Uh, please like this podcast, share it with your friends, and I appreciate it so much. Thanks. Have a great day. Be free. <laughs>